Chapter Twenty Five of Manx Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nadu. Manx Fairy Tales by Sophia Morrison. Chapter Twenty Five. Teval, Princess of the Ocean. In the old days, Culain, the smith of the gods, was living in the Isle of Man. It was the time when Concubar was at the court of the king of Ulster, and had nothing but the sword in his hand. He was a fine, handsome young man, and he had made up his mind to make himself a king. So he went one day to the druid of Clogher, to ask him what he had best do. "'Go thy way,' said the druid, "'to the Isle of Man,' There thou wilt find the great smith Culain. Get him to make thee a sword and a spear and a shield, and with these thou shalt win the kingdom of Ulster. Concubar went away and hired a boat and put out to sea. He landed in Man and made straight for Culain's smithy. It was night when he got there, and the red glow of the furnace shone out into the dark. He could hear from inside the smithy the roar of the bellows and the clanging of the hammer on the anvil. When he came near, a great dog, as large as a calf, began to bay and to growl like thunder, and brought his master out. "'Who art thou, young man?' said he. "'O Culain!' cried Concubar. "'It is from the druid of Clogher that I come, and he bade me ask thee to make me a sword and a spear and a shield.' For only with weapons of thy making can I win the kingdom of Ulster. Culain's face grew black at first, but after he had gazed for a while at Concubar, he saw that he had the look about him of one who would go far, and he said, It shall be done for thee, but thou must wait, for the work is long. So Culain began to make the weapons, and Concubar waited in the island. Early one brave morning in May, when the sun had just risen over Cronkia Irila, he was walking on the strand, wondering to himself how much longer Culain would be making his weapons, and thinking it was full time for him to return. The tide was going out, and the sun was shining on the wet sand. Suddenly, he saw something flashing at the edge of the waves a few paces from him. He ran up to it, and behold, it was the most beautiful woman he had ever put sight on, fast asleep. Her hair was golden, like the gorse in bloom, her skin whiter than the foam of the sea, her lips red as the coral, and her cheeks rosy, like the little clouds that were flying before the face of the rising sun. The fringe of her dress of many-colored seaweeds rose and fell with the ebb and flow of the waves. Pearls gleamed on her neck and arms. Concubar stood and looked on her. He knew that she was a mermaid, and that as soon as she awoke, she would slip back into the ocean and be lost to him. So he bound her fast with his girdle. Then she awoke and opened her eyes, which were blue as the sea. And when she saw that she was bound, she cried out with terror, Loose me, man, loose me. 
Concobar did not answer. So she said again, Loose me, I beg thee, in a voice as sweet as the music of Ha Moore, the fairy fiddler. By this time, Concobar was feeling that he would give all he had to keep her. He answered, trembling, Woman, my heart, who art thou? I am Teval, princess of the ocean, said she. Set me free, I pray thee. But if I set thee free, said Concubar, thou wilt leave me. I cannot stay with thee, Concubar, she cried. Set me free, and I will give thee a precious gift. I will loose thee, answered Concubar. It is not for the gift, but because I cannot resist thee. He unfastened the girdle from her, and she said, My gift to thee is this. Go now to Kulain, who is making thy shield, and tell him that Teval, princess of the ocean, bids him to put her figure on the shield, and round it to grave her name. Then thou shalt wear it always in battle, and when thou shalt look on my face and call my name, thy enemy's strength shall go from them and shall come into thee and thy men. When she had said this, she waved her white arm to Concobar and plunged into the waves. He looked sadly for a long time at the spot where she had disappeared, and then walked slowly to the forge of Kulain and gave him the message. Kulain finished the mighty shield, as the princess had said, and forged also for Concobar a golden-hilted magic sword, and a spear set with precious stones. Then Concubar, in his crimson mantle, and white gold embroidered tunic, and armed with his great shield and his mighty weapons, went back to Ireland. All that the princess of the ocean had said came true. When he went into battle, he looked at the beautiful face in his shield and cried, Help, Teval. Then he felt strength come into him like the strength of a giant, and he cut his enemies down like grass. Before long he was famous all over Ireland for his great deeds, and in the end he became King of Ulster. Then he invited Culain to come and live in his kingdom, and gave him the plain of Murthamy to dwell in but he never again saw the lovely mermaid. End of chapter 25